We are in Come Follow Me, week 26, and it's the last chapters in all four of our books, and it's Christ's resurrection. And so I want to start in Matthew 28. And the first thing I wanted to center on was verse 3. And it talks about this angel whose countenance was like lightning. And I remember hearing a man who was a seminary teacher who shared that his students would often ask him what color he thought he would be when he was resurrected. And I had students ask me this all the time. And he said, I told them, I will be light. And this was one of the scriptures that he used. He also used the scripture of Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ appearing to Joseph Smith in the grove. And I love that so much. And we have so many scriptures that back that, that our light grows brighter and brighter as we become closer and closer and more refined, more like our Heavenly Father, that we are light. And so I wanted to touch on that. Okay, now jump down. And I want to go in verse 6. And so the women come. And in verse 6, this is what the angel says. He is not here, for he is risen, as he said. Come see the place where the Lord lay. 7. And go quickly and tell the disciples, he is risen from the dead. And behold, he goeth before you into Galilee. There shall you see him. Lo, I have told you. 8. And they departed quickly, the women, from the sepulcher with fear, which is respect, and great joy, and did run to bring the disciples' word. What I loved about this is I thought, if you knew, if you were told where Christ was going to be, where he was going to come for the second coming, what would you do? Would you go? Of course you would to be there, right? And I thought of the story in 3 Nephi, and I loved when he comes, and it tells us in verse 5, 3 Nephi chapter 11 is when he comes, and it says, again the third time, they did hear the voice and did open their ears to hear it, and their eyes were towards the sounds thereof, and they did look steadfastly towards heaven from whence the sound came, and the third time they did understand the voice. Behold my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased, in whom I have glorified my name. And eight, it says, they saw a man descending out of heaven. And verse 10, behold, I am Jesus Christ, whom the prophets testified should come and jump down to 12. They remembered that it had been prophesied. And I love that this group of people were there at the temple. They saw the signs and the wonders and they gathered there to be there to be where they thought he would come and of course you would think the temple and this so went with last week's lesson where we talked about all of those people who were part of this crucifixion who came and were part of Jesus's life carrying the cross or coming with oil or following and I love this because I said, we are blessed for what we do, not punished for what we don't do, that God is a God who delights to honor and bless us. And I thought about what greater blessings, remember, are we keeping ourselves from? Well, how awesome is it? The angel has told them where to go to find Christ. Wouldn't you be there? Wouldn't you make the effort to go? And in Luke 24, it says this, and they remembered his words, verse 8. 
And they returned from the sepulcher and told all these things to the eleven and to the rest. And then it says it was Mary and Joanna, the women that were there, that were telling them, and eleven. And their words seemed to them as idle tales, and they believed them not. Twelve. Then arose Peter and ran to the sepulcher. Wouldn't you go? Wouldn't you go? They've just been told. What greater blessings are we keeping ourselves from? It's our choice. And I love this. And then it takes the whole thing, um, walking on the road to Emmaus, the two, and the Savior appears, and he's talking to them. And the thing that stood out to me is in verse 18 and it says this Cleopas is answering art thou a stranger in Jerusalem has thou not known these things which have come to pass and the question I have here is so did everyone believe and follow Jesus not everyone did Did, did some people's life just go on Like, did some people not even recognize that Jesus, this great man, they didn't even realize it was the son of God. They call him a prophet. Did some people not even know he had been crucified? I can promise you there were people who life went on. They didn't know anything about it. So Cleopas, who, and this other disciple who's walking, who we don't know, are so tormented by this and they're discussing what all of this means but they can't believe that this quote-unquote stranger wouldn't have heard this this person who meant so much to them and I love that do you seek do you follow how could you not know but there would be people who did not know and I love this in verse 27 it says And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded to them in the scriptures the things concerning himself. 29, after they get there, they constrain him to to stay, but he departs. And then it says, he blessed, he blessed the bread and did the sacrament with them and then departed. 31, their eyes were opened and they knew him. What greater blessing. They walked with him. He expounded the scriptures. He blessed the sacrament, gave to them. They knew him. 32, and here's the such a great blessing. And they said, did not our hearts burn while he talked with us and opened the scriptures to us? And I love if you jump down in that same chapter 45, he comes and he's with the disciples and it says, then opened he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures and he uses again the scriptures for them to understand who he is to bear witness of what his mission was he uses the scriptures and what a great blessing to be taught by the savior to be where he is to be in his midst and he led them out as far as to bethany and lifted up his hands and blessed them okay so we had last week he prayed for them that their faith fail not. I love here that we have in 50, he blessed them. And then it says in 52, and it came to pass while he blessed them, he parted. He couldn't stand, and that's another cross-reference I had in Third Nephite, when he comes and they know it's him and he's going to go away and they're weeping and he stays. And he says, have you any sick or afflicted? 
I loved that in these scriptures, and that's in John chapter 20, verse 17, when he says to Mary, hold me not, or touch me not. What he's saying is, don't ask me to tarry. I have a mission that I have to do. And I love this because he departs while he's blessing them, kind of like in Third Nephi while they're praying. So he can't see their tears and doesn't feel like he has to stay because it pulls his heart and he will. And I love in 53 that it says this in John or Luke 24, 53. And they were continually in the temple, blessing and praising God. That's where they could find him. If you knew where he was going to be, would you go? We know where he's going to be. We know where we can find him. Will you go? We can find him in prayer. We can find him in the scriptures. And most of all, 53, continually in the temple. I love that message. And it so goes with last week's. What greater blessings are we keeping ourselves from? God is a God who delights to bless us. I hope you know the church is true. And more than that, I hope you know how much our Savior loves you.